on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but let's get in touch. Clue number two is coming today. Clue number two. I can't say this any clearer. Clue number two is coming today. Clue number one, Daffy Duck dives in the water. Clue number two, coming up in this show. Also, the review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think in regards to the government and the media. They are still clueless. Still clueless. Doesn't matter. Uh, I know that's funny. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? I'll tell you why. Because I went to the bank, I took out a loan, and I bought a clue. See, I bought a clue. You see, so you're going to listen for a clue. Media and government are clueless. Dave bought a clue. Isn't that cute, the way that they all tie together? Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, are you or am I or are we easily offended when people have different elements in their faith or in their politics? Are we easily offended? Remember, love is not easily offended. Ooh. So we could be throwing that out at people, but we need to throw it at ourselves First, if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. That's sad. We want you to reach out to us, and there's a couple of ways to do it. Here is one of the main ways you can do it. You can call us anytime during the show, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call. 972-445-0770. You'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite! Talking to Dynamite D, that's like talking to a guy that prays for you. Do you know he prays for you guys? I mean, that's True kind enough. of that's just important to understand. You're talking to this guy. You get on the phone with him. It's like, this guy prays for you. You should be aware of that. That's kind of a cool thing. Hey, if you want to reach us by text, you can do that as well. 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Everybody, pretend you're an ice cube. Okay, there's that one. Uh, Also, (laughs) come on, that's funny, right? 
Interesting. <laughs> Pretend you're an ice cube. Uh, also, you can email us, David, at he must increase.org. That's David. The big David, okay, not named after a king. Is that King David? Nah. <laughs> no. There's, just, there's nothing nothing great I can connect to my name except for my mom and dad going, oops. Anyway, or Dr. Dave. No, Dr. Dave. You can call me Dr. Dave. Uh, but not in the email. In the email, it's just David at he must increase.org. That's David at he must increase.org. As well, we're going to send you up to the website as we often do. A couple things to tell you, and you must be aware, okay? Again, for those that are not following, we're going to play a sound at some point. I'm going to tell you what a clue is. If you get all 10 clues this month, you can win a very nice study Bible. Just look at that. simple. Number two, we have an updated schedule again. We are not going to have a show tomorrow because the SMU women are playing, and we want them to win. There's a lot of people who don't think they win. They could. They could. And then on Thursday, my understanding is that the SMU men are playing, okay? And we want them to win. So I'm telling you this so you don't go, Dave, he's just, you know, he's just flying off to Las Vegas. First of all, I don't like to fly. Second of all, Las Vegas would not be the place that I'd go. Uh, Tennessee would be the place i go so I can go see my daughter. All right, just so you can know. All right, so anyway, keep that, uh, wear that on the updated schedule, plus money. So money is uh, always an issue in every ministry, always, forever and ever. You know, that's how it goes. Here's how it goes. Here. So you have an opportunity to give directly through their site. It's 100% secure, no problems. You can also, on the website, get the information on how to give through like a check and then send it to us at the ministry. Now we have added a third thing. It's on the website. tells you how to do it. If you don't want to do either of those two things, you want to talk to me and give it like through a credit card, you can do that as well. That information is on the website as well. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. <laughs> that was it. David slipping on the ice. Is that a clue? That's the clue number two. So not this year, and actually not last year, but it was the year before when we had the ice storm. I, uh, we didn't go, I didn't drive down. I'm just telling you what happened. I didn't drive down. And, uh, you know, actually Joanne and Cordelia had given me a warning and, uh, it's like, you know, be careful. The traffic's really bad. And so I'm like, I started to drive down in my car. I went out of the, uh, neighborhood and then my car almost veered off into the bank. And I thought, yeah, this is not going to happen today. So I'm like, not a problem. I'm going to go home. I'm going to park my car. It's not going to be an issue. I'm just going to, we'll do a replay or do something from the phone. We'll figure it out. And after I parked my car and got out of my car. I slipped on the ice and fell on my bum. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so David falling on the ice is clue number two. All right? All right. Now, before we get into the teachings or anything else, we have people in our um, system who need prayer. Okay? And so we want to specifically lift up GT, who is a friend of Aunt Deb's, who's going through. They're not even sure what he's going through, and I'm not going to read you the whole text, but I will tell you this. He's been in ICU. They cannot figure out what's going on, and he's not doing well. How about that? 
plus Deb has something she's struggling with, plus we have a few other people. As you know, Rosalind's making her recovery, and uh, and we're praying for Gary, and we're praying for Ace, and we're praying for the people that need a physical touch, and we need to kind of just take our faith right now. Just take the little bit you have. The, if it's a mustard seed, that'd be awesome. But anything less than that, up to a mustard seed, let's put it all together and bring it before the Lord. People have been getting healed and we want that to continue for them. Not because us, but I think being annoying is a good thing in these things. That's just my take on it. So let's bring it before the Lord in prayer. Father, we come before you right now, and there is no amount of thanksgiving that we can give to you throughout all eternity that would be satisfactory to how gracious you've been to us. That's not going to happen. But, Lord, what we can do is we can petition you on things that are so far beyond our control. And a lot of that has to do with medical. A lot of it has to do with personal issues and relationships and finances. But medical issues, Lord, you are the creator of the human body. You are the Lord God that heals. That is what we read in Exodus 15, 26, that you are Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals you. And we are asking you to bear your name in these circumstances with the these people, with GT and with Deb and with Gary and with all the people that we love and know, and we are asking you to fill their body, filled with your Holy Spirit, which the Holy Spirit raised Jesus up, and we're asking that the Holy Spirit would just pour into these bodies, bring that healing power, and bring these people to a sense of gracious freedom from oppression. Because, Lord, ultimately— Sickness is just an oppression, and we are asking you to break that power in the name of Jesus, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, and we're asking you to redeem these people and bring them into fullness of health for a testimony that will never end out of our lips. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay? So you got to be praying for people, right? I mean, that is what we do. We pray for people. Why do we pray for people? Because we ask the Lord. You petition the Lord. And you know what? You know why you pray for people? Because the Lord may say yes. Here's the biggest thing you got to understand about prayer. It's one of those major things. I guess I'm going to go down this road. So the major thing about prayer is this. If God says yes, it's over. Okay? Let me Let me help you out here. The Lord may say yes, and he may say no, and he may say hold on. Okay, well, that's fine. All right? But if God says yes, the issue is over. There is no discussion. There is nothing else that takes place. It comes about his way, his timing, his methodology. What is it that, that, that people do? They make the biggest mistake is they pray and they expect God to answer in their time and in their method. Dumbest thing we could ever do. It's not that the Lord doesn't answer prayer. He usually just doesn't answer prayers the way we think it should be answered because we don't know everything. And we need somebody who knows everything to answer the right way. That's why we lean on and trust in the Lord. You know, when you pray in the morning, I know that some of the prayer from time to time gets repetitious in the sense that you pray the same thing over and over again. But let me give you a quick infusion of reality. Jesus told you to do it. 
You might sit there and say to me, well, I'm not getting the response I want. And I'm going to be that nice guy who's on Christian radio on Monday reminding you that you are a sinner, (laughs) but that you are saved by grace, a sinner, but a sinner saved, and that the way that God responds is up to him. And if you don't like his method, here's your word for the day, tough. That's, That's the answer. Because God is not required to respond to you. He's in charge. Jesus, with the probably the most intense personal prayer he could ever give, which was his life. We're getting ready to celebrate, ready to celebrate Easter. We're getting closer to Easter. Jesus in the garden offering his life. He knows his life is coming. This is the most personalized moment for him as the person of Jesus Christ. And he goes, oh, Lord. But you know what? Not my will. People are like, no, no, you demanded of God. You just Go ahead. Go get in the presence of God and demand. Let me know how that goes for you after you become dust. I mean, that's just so silly. But you petition and you keep petitioning and you don't stop. Even Jesus in this, people are like, we only got to pray once. Really? Then Jesus messed up because he prayed three times. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. There's a petition, and you keep petitioning, and you keep praying, and you think, I know, Dave, but gosh, when do I give up? I don't know. I guess if God tells you no, like he told the Apostle Paul, that's one thing. But if he doesn't tell you no, you keep praying. If he tells you no, I I think I would say, okay. But if he doesn't say anything, keep praying. I mean, I mean, I love that. I love what Eric said. It was probably two years ago. You know, pray, push, pray. Until something happens. Does that mean that it's always going to be good? No. (laughs) It does not mean that. Something happens means something's going to happen. Maybe the Lord says yes. Maybe the Lord says no. He's, uh, He's capable of doing both. Maybe he says something altogether different. We don't know. But you petition, you pray, you seek. And so we're sitting there and we pray for these people. And when we do our devotions, we pray. And you think, yeah, it's a little, you know, repetitive. You know what? If it gets repetitive, and I, I do this on a regular basis because I'm kind of a devotional guy, I pull myself back and I say, Lord, I know this is sounding repetitive. I tell him. I don't want it to be repetitive. I want it to be real, right from my heart. I promise you, when you're praying to the Lord and you do that one time, you're going to go, whoa, look at this whole new dynamic. Prayer is powerful and moves kingdoms when God grants the request. I mean, how cool is that? All right, so that's not even close to what I was going to teach on yet. So, But it was necessary. Necessary. For probably more than one. Okay, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The Christian faith is being attacked. 50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. 
But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. What is the David Spoon Experience? Uh, let me tell you what I, I, I'm, I'm, t- I'm torn between the two. I'm twixt between the torn two. You want to know why? I've got the biggest breaking story ever. No, to you be need to do that on- first. Yeah. I just can't wait. More than, more than my whole thing about the four-way stop sign? Yep. You want me to do the number one story? That's Ladies right. and gentlemen, you better get ready. Here's what, here's my advice. I don't give this advice very often, and I don't give it uncheckfully. What's uncheckfully? I don't know. Here's the biggest story you have ever heard on the David Spoon Experience. If you have children who are listening, uh, if you are not in a car, it's time to cover their errors or send them into another room. That's how chilling this is. Ladies and gentlemen, I have it off the press literally within the last two and a half hours. Uh, Actually, it's less than two and a half hours ago. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. I have it right in my hands. Get ready. Do not, do not get nauseous when you hear this. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a fact that as of today, the Navy, the United States Navy, officially has made its proclamation. Ready? Ready? Are you ready? Are you listening? This is the most important thing ever. You ready? That Captain Crunch is a fraud. Ladies and gentlemen, the United States Navy has declared that Captain Crunch... I do not buy it. No, listen to this. Here's why. Let me tell you why. Captain Crunch has three stripes on his cuffs, and that signifies a commander and not a captain. So uh, the United States Navy has made it absolutely known today, Captain Crunch, nay... He nay a captain. Nay. Now, it is true. Are the cereal? No. Commander Crunch? Yes, Commander Crunch. That's the new. That's why I told you, don't let your kids hear this. It is possible that that uniform could represent either German or Portuguese Navy. They are not sure because all of those uniforms were lost with uh, their great navies. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready to offer up our first trivia question. For those who do not know, I'm still having an ear issue. I am going to see the doctor tomorrow uh, on another thing. So he's going to kind of combine the uh, the get-together for the ear and everything. I can hear out of it. It just hurts. It just feels like somebody's poking it, you know, with like a pencil. Beep, 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 which is, you know. That's painful. It can be irritating. <laughs> it has its moments. All right, here's your first trivia. So just keep praying for you. I'm fine. I don't want you to get the wrong idea. I'm just, but you know, I just. Noel was so funny. She goes, "Okay." She goes, "So when you clear out your nose and you can hear better in your ear, and then your throat feels funny." She goes, "Now you know why they call it ear, nose, and throat." I'm like, "Smart, smarty pants." She goes, "They're all connected, Dave." I'm like, "Okay." Dr. Noel. Anyway, uh, here we go. Here's your first trivia question. Who are the sons of thunder in the Gospels? Who are the sons of thunder? Aha! If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at he must increase. 
www.ghostdoctor.org. Those are the ways to go about it. Additionally, you can, uh, well, you can just do those things. <laughs> just do those things. Uh, we want, do want to do our DNA. DNA is kind of important to me, and it's kind of important to you, and it's kind of important to everybody who's connected to the Lord. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. So I'm right at that point in Exodus 32 and 33, just so you can know my... So, okay, for those that are trying... I do like three or four books of devotions in my studies, okay? So it just, it comes out a little different for me than for a lot of people. That's fine. After you do it for a while, you know, you kind of get used to it. But I'm in that point now where Moses is like there in Exodus 33, and he's like, uh, you know, if you're not going to go with us, we're not going forward. If you're not going to do this, we're not doing this. (laughs) Like it's a little bit of a kind of a it's not bargaining, but it's kind of like you tell what's going on. And then he goes, you know what? Show me your glory. I mean, he just wants to, this is Moses. He's already spent forty days and forty nights in the presence of God, and he's like going, I would like some more. I was reading about that the other day. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's like all that stuff he got. He's like going more. I want more, more Lord. That's what draw closer to the Lord daily is. He get closer and closer. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words, as I have told you before and will tell you again. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. You need to know the word of God. If they confiscate Bibles, you're thinking they'd never do that. That's wrong. You're wrong. But you need to know the word of God so you can understand what the truth is, because everything else that's not the truth is a lie. Okay, so let's just remember that. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means it's OPM, other people matter, and you are considering and thinking how other people are doing and want them to be well and closely connected to the Lord. And you pray for them. That's what you do. All right. Somebody is ready to answer a trivia question. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing all right, Gary. I got still got a little bit of pain in the ear. I'm going to get that taken care of tomorrow, but you know, I, I can hear, and that's kind of like the main thing. That it's not that. It's just an irritant more than anything else. It's kind of like a green. Well, I've been thing. praying for you, and I'll continue to pray for you. Thank you, brother, and I appreciate it. All right, classic question. Love this question. Who are the sons of thunder? I believe that was James and John. That is correct, Amanda! So I'm not going to go too deep into it, but you know how they got that name? Do you have any idea how they got that reputation? You know, I can't answer that. I don't, I don't know. Okay, remember when they said, James and John said, shall we call down lightning and thunder from the sky? Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Like, but you don't even know what kind of spirit you are. You know, it's like that's kind of thing. That's where people believe it came from. I don't know if that's a fact, but it looks good. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't sound like that's wrong. Sounds like that's pretty good. But anyway, excellent job, my brother. Thank you so very much. Thank you, and God bless you, and I'll continue to pray for you. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Bye bye. All right. Yes, they were sons of thunder. You called out thunder and lightning on those people. Like, Wow. All right. I want to do this one thing. I don't want to miss this. This is huge and important. We're in 1 Timothy chapter 1. Listen to this, and I'm going to have to read you a little bit of Greek, so hang in there. Uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1. This is verse 12. Paul says this, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has enabled me because he counted me faithful, putting me in the ministry, although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man. But I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundantly 
uh, with love and faith uh, for, for with those who uh, are connected to Christ. And there's a couple of different ways to phrase it, but I, I'm not keying in on that. Okay, with love and faith, you know, uh, to those in Christ Jesus. I want you to get the word enable. Paul didn't go. He enabled me because I'm educated. He enabled me because I'm brilliant. No. The word enable means this. It is endunamu, which is an offshoot of dunamos, which is an offshoot of power. The word dynamite wasn't really there back then in those days because they didn't have dynamite. But the idea behind it is... The word means to strengthen, enable, make strong, to become strong. Paul expressed his thanks to the Lord for both calling him to ministry as an apostle and enabling him to be able to accomplish what the ministry required. It's not that the Lord calls you and then just says to you, good luck. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. I hope that goes good for you. If the Lord calls you to something, he enables you for it. If he calls you to a task, he gives you the ability to accomplish the task. The Lord doesn't leave you running short. Paul says he thanks the Lord who enables him. Paul recognizes his calling into ministry and his ability to do ministry are both from the Lord. It's not his strength, his power, his wisdom, but it all comes from the Lord. When you have a successful day walking as a Christian, like when you have maybe a sin that normally gets you and then you get past it or whatever it's awesome that you've done that but recognize the enablement still comes from the lord as every breath you ever take comes from the lord and when god puts somebody in a position to do something he gives them the capacity to fulfill which is ironic because the worst rule in management if you ever got involved in leadership or in management or anything like that the worst thing you can do number one is to give somebody the responsibility to do something without giving them the authority to accomplish the task. That is exactly the opposite of what God does. He gives you a responsibility. He gives you this thing that you must accomplish. He gives you this task that sets before you and gives you all the necessary authority, ability, skill that is required to get it done. He never leaves you hanging. That's how he operates. And Paul's like, I'm so thankful because if it, remember, if it's humans putting people in positions, there's hardly any guarantee that you get all the necessary tools. With God, you never come behind in the task that is set before you. He has enabled you and empowered you to fulfill it. Okay? All right. Uh, take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. I'm not going to do an over overriding teaching that will uh, make the Baptists or the Church of Christ proud, so neither one of your groups can be all excited about this because that's not the purpose of this. Uh, here's where we're picking it up. Uh, as uh, verse 34 ends, eunuch, the eunuch uh, asked Philip, what was Isaiah talking about himself or someone else? Verse 35 from Acts chapter uh, 9, uh, or not, or chapter 8, said, Philip says, Philip began with the same scripture and then began to tell him about the good news about Jesus. As they rode along, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, there is some water. Why can't I be baptized? So let's just stop right there. When Philip was explaining the gospel to the eunuch, he had to include 
the understandings or the teachings of baptism or the eunuch never would have said, why can't I be baptized? He never would have said it, never would have come up unless Philip had brought that information to light. In multiple translations, it then says, you can, Philip answered, if you believe with all your heart. And the eunuch replied, I believe that Jesus Jesus Christ is the Son of God. This is often known as believer's baptism. Some texts will show this in the footnote. I disagree that it should be reduced to the footnote. I think it's a part of the text. I would not fellowship with you over that. I just think it is a part of the text because he asks a very pointed question. And in this exchange, Philip is giving a very pointed answer. So he's like, well, 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 there's some water. I want to be baptized. I want to respond to the gospel. I want to say yes. And Philip responds by saying, you can. You can get baptized. As long as you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, you can be baptized. Now, why that's important is because this is the difference between many different groups about who can be baptized. Some people think, well, a child can be baptized. Yeah, but a child can't believe in Jesus, so then how can a child be baptized? That's the argument, okay? Those, again, those are not fellowship issues. Those are disagreements. You know, we spent... I spent 10 minutes talking about understanding who's got the Spirit of God and who doesn't have the Spirit of God. When you have a difference of application of Scripture, that that person's not an evil person. They're not some kind of demonic whatever. They see something different than you. Okay. They're genuinely in a relationship with Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ is what redeems us. They are uh, acknowledging their heavenly Father, praying, Our Father who art thou in heaven. They drink of the same Holy Spirit. They come to a different conclusion. Yeah. What else is new? Does everybody think McDonald's is the best fast food? Are you kidding? There's only a few people. (laughs) 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.